0: welcome everybody to episode 37 of the rogue transmission live once again finally it's (laughs) been we haven't gone live on on twitch since episode 34 i think uh the last few have been uh pre-recorded it's just dom and myself today christian is out for the day so you know we will be talking about things and i got a notification which is just that we went live uh, <laughs> forget that i have those notifications um hopefully the audio sounds fine I, i'm messing with something in obs i'm trying to mess with like just a compressor and trying to make sure we don't peak as much mainly so i don't peak as much um so if it sounds all wonky throughout this episode that's why uh, but hopefully it uh hopefully it sounds sounds good um but yeah i suppose we should just kind of jump right in to the big topic of the day um as apparent by the the title of of the uh this episode uh which is that this will be my last podcast episode as uh main talent uh so yeah that's kind of a big deal um and i totally just saw that my mic peaked i i don't know man i put a compressor on it didn't work whatever um, <laughs> but yeah this is going to be the last time that i am on the podcast as a a main not a main guest as a main panelist there's a word for it um host, but, that, that, host yeah um It does not mean, though, that I will never be on the podcast again. And it doesn't even mean that I'm leaving the podcast entirely. Um, If anything, I'm still going to be a part of the podcast, but in the background. Um, I've sort of decided to move into more of an, I I guess you could say, executive producer, director role. Just behind-the-scenes stuff, production stuff, right? Um, Which is a lot of what I've already been doing, but I have found it... It's not the most difficult thing in the world. I'm not gonna act like this is, you know, ah, it's so hard to manage all of these things. But it's like it would be nice to just focus on the production side of the podcast and then not have to focus on being talent as well. Um to give everyone some insight. This is something that I've thought about kind of since we started this podcast. I think even back during like the days of swords and lasers, this is something that I've had floating around in my mind. The idea of starting a podcast and and of of having a podcast always sounds great, right? This even goes back to like creating content, right? If you want to do vlogs or you want to do, you know, any other like YouTube stuff, it always sounds great. And then you start doing it. And of course there there's work involved in it. Um, but like, you know, Dom, you and I do video stuff all the time. That that's our normal job anyways, is just doing video stuff um so we're used to the work but being talent at the same time like get, getting in a room with with your buddies talking about random stuff is great and it sounds fun and it is fun um but when you add all of the production stuff on top of it um yeah i don't know i just kind of i wasn't as interested in it as i thought it would be when we started everything um And so I want to take more of a behind the scenes approach. And now that we have Christian on board with the podcast, sort of decided, you know, maybe, maybe now's the time that I can kind of go in the background and focus on production, uh, which has its benefits for the podcast in a number of ways. Um, because now I can just focus on making the show as good as it can be. Um, also making it more consistent, um, you know, there have been times in the past, and even, you know, like last week, we didn't get an episode up last week, nothing was going on, like we could have had an episode up, but I was just like, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. You know, it's kind of in a, a lower point on that, and I just didn't want to do it. So this is, I think, ultimately for the better. Um, I will still have my microphone on, and be available to chime in during the podcast. Uh, if if I ever want to like touch on a topic, or if you know one of you two asks me a question, I'm still gonna be here. Camera's gonna be off. I'm not gonna be on camera. Um, and there might still be episodes here and there where it's like, oh, we're gonna focus this episode on, I don't know, something probably Star Wars related. And I'm like, oh, I really want to talk about this. And then I'll I'll be on that. But otherwise, moving forward, I'm going to be behind the scenes managing the live stream, the video edits, you know, all of the production and distribution stuff um, and just kind of focusing on that. And I think that'll ultimately make the show better. And, you know, I'm excited for it, but that's just me. So sad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm not really going
1: anywhere. I'm still here. Just, you know. Yeah yeah uh, i mean yeah it'll, it'll it'll be a shift for sh- for sure because you know you and i have been working together with podcasting stuff since you and i first met like three years ago um has it really been three years now i feel like it's been four but i could be wrong um, um yeah, it's
0: probably been close to four because that was uh we met before i started working um with you and I've been there
1: for like three years now. That's so. right. Yeah. Cause Zach uh, introduced us. Uh, I remember we went to, uh, where was it? Uh, chick- chick- Chick-fil-A. chick Yeah. And uh, we were starting to brainstorm, you know, podcasting ideas in any way. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, share that sentiment in terms of like, you know, something sounds cool. You try it. Not exactly to your liking, to a degree, and heck, you and I experienced that already with the gaming videos. You know, trying to do commentary with that as a concept—it sounds great, but you and I discovered mm, no. It takes the the fun out of just simply playing the game. Um, so, I mean, you got to do what you got to do, and if I'm still glad you you'll still be around to produce the the show on the back end of stuff. So that's great. Um, so overall, I'm looking forward to see what we can crank out in this new, new rendition, so to speak, of, of the podcast.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there are going to be some changes to the show pretty much uh, immediately. Uh, the, I don't think we're going to be going live at 10 a.m. anymore. Um, that way we can fit into Christian's schedule a bit better and then we can, you know, be more consistent with that. So. You know, the the, the time of the show will change, but uh, hopefully we'll be more consistent with the time we go live. I mean, most of our audience watches after the fact. I think we have very few people who who watch, you know, during the actual live stream. So not as big of a deal, but for Mm -hmm. those who do tune in during the live portion, you know, that'll be changing a little bit. Um, And yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully we'll be able to take the show to to new, new places. It'll be more exciting than just two two people on screen because uh you know we, we've we tried to set it up to where you know we have this uh this two shot or three shot when christian's here and then we cut to singles but doing that and being talented at the same time it doesn't flow that well right there, there'll yeah. be times where it's like i'm not in a single that much because i'm talking and i'm not thinking about the production side um and various other things so You know, doing production and being talent is always a challenge, and I would just like to, to focus on on that. So, uh, to my to my family members who watch and are maybe listening to this portion, I'm sorry. Um, You can probably stop listening after (laughs) this episode because I'm not gonna be here as much. Um, And yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, You know, if it works, if it doesn't work, we can always change. And uh, and yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, on that topic It's been a busy time for both of us It's another mm-hmm. reason why the show has been kind of inconsistent lately um, As you guys may or may not know Dom and I, you know, we have we have other jobs We don't do this for a living, of course we don't um, We we work at a I don't know if we've ever said where we work But I guess just for the sake of anonymity If it hasn't been said We just work at a, a, a non-profit A public access television or media center I guess is the more appropriate term uh, so we've been doing a lot of production stuff lately with that um, It's graduation season And so there's been a lot of Graduation without filming A lot of graduations and stuff So mm. that that's another reason why the podcast Has been kind of spotty Here and there Whoop, I just hit my mic Dom and Christian actually did record an episode And I'm in the middle of exporting it Right now or it'll finish exporting After the show's done today um, So today is actually like two shows in one day sort of thing going up on on the youtube but uh yeah it's been it's been busy it's been crazy dom yeah especially for
1: you because i mean you got promoted to full time and you know congratulations to that i already told you but like your position you're focusing like pretty much 75 kind of like production stuff and um, that takes up a lot of your time for me yeah i got in for graduation stuff this week so yeah it's been kind of hectic um so yeah it's crazy when you know you're trying to juggle a few things and you know trying to maintain a nice balance work or you know going to gotta be with, with with the wife you know spend time with them other family and friends so it's gonna a lot especially with production stuff it's it's not a I don't want to say it's a hard life, but it's definitely a, a career where it does eat up quite a bit of your time a little bit more than what you might be used to for a normal, like, retail job.
0: Yeah, it, it eats it eats up time, but it's also unpredictable with when that time mm-hmm. is going to be taken. So, you know, it it is what it is. It's still fun. You know, it's mm-hmm. great. I'm uh, not complaining at all. It could be worse, but yeah, it, it's been... It's been crazy busy but yeah i don't have a good segue
1: but it's been busy <laughs> no speaking of work real quick i as you know i hurt my wrists and um i'm, pro- I'm wearing a wrist brace just because that's like that's how annoying it's been oh my gosh it still hurts yeah dang
0: okay you can't, you can't uh, for for those who don't know who would know yesterday at work dom came in because we we just left off of you know all these graduations and stuff and finally done with that and uh he he comes over and he's like yeah my my wrist has been hurting a little bit i was like oh no that's not
1: good (laughs) so i guess hurts enough that you need to wear a a brace yeah just 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 enough to kind of like keep it stable uh i'm not gonna do a whole i don't think it's it's so silly just cause I know you tease me like oh workman's comp
0: but um because you tripped hurt. over a sandbag I think that that should be said
1: yes. tripped over a sandbag at, at work at one point yeah. and had to take out workers comp yeah but that fucked up my my toe like big time I, I couldn't walk properly I was in pain like a lot of pain this is more just an annoyance if I just like if so with this hand if I try to like extend my thumb that way just simply that kind of movement I feel the pain, so I think I just strained my wrist a little bit. Not like how I fucked up my toe, and people yeah. are probably going to be laughing, like, really, just your toe? It's like, no, like, I when I went in for workman's comp, uh, they did an X ray, and the doctor was like, "Well, I don't see any, I don't see any issues. I don't see any fractures. Nothing's broken, obviously. But what I'm guessing, based on what your how you describe the event, your pain, you probably had a minor fracture, and that's what was the source of your pain. Uh, this does not feel like that.
0: Yeah, I I sprained my wrist a while ago, like a couple months ago. I forgot. Oh no, I remember how. I sprained my wrist by opening uh, <laughs> a pack a package of frozen burritos, of frozen chimichangas, um, and because uh, those things are sealed, and I always and I just tried to rip it open, and when it finally opened. Uh, my wrist like twisted like up uh, like up like this but back Mm -hmm. and yeah that hurt and i i I wore like a a wrap and then a brace for uh a few for a few days um so you know tripping over a
1: sandbag isn't as bad but um jeff here here's a here's a secret to uh, to avoid that just use a knife to open those bags. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, but yeah,
1: I use scissors
0: now. I've I've learned, I've learned my lesson, kind of. <laughs> um, also, I'm distracted because my, uh, my camera is just, it keeps going out of focus, but everything that I'm looking at, my autofocus is disabled. So I, oh no, it's not disabled. What, <gasps> there we go. Okay, never mind. crisis averted. Um, but yeah, don't take out workman's comp for that. No, I'm, I'm not. It's such oh, a minor thing. If Brian or Kyle, if you're watching or listening, just forget the last ten minutes. Never happened. <laughs> 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 uh, we're all fine here. Everyone's fine. How, How are, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, kind of touching on a topic that that we talked about. Uh, I think a couple months ago at this point. Uh UFOs. Uh, mm-hmm. the the United States government, I'm not sure exactly two within the United States government. I haven't looked at this at time, was but the time. It was it was the Pentagon, okay. They they they, they, re- so. they released their report, their their full full report on, on the um, now UFOs, the uh UAFs, unidentified aerial or UAP. Un- yeah, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Um And I did not read the report, but from what I heard, the report was basically like, "Yeah, we we don't know." Like (laughs) that was all the report was, which is like, "Yeah, we've had like 144 sightings, and out of those 144, 143, we, we just don't know." So that's that's it. That's all we got on that. I was hoping for like, you know. We've observed this stuff. Yeah, just like, you know, we we have our suspicions or or judging by what we've seen, or I don't know, like something more, but nope, they were just like, I don't know, man. It's like your guess is as good as ours. Um, They didn't explicitly say that it's extraterrestrial, but they also said that uh, we're not ruling it out. So we got nothing new. (laughs)
1: it's so odd man like what was it three weeks ago some some naval vessel was being swarmed by like ufos like that was a big headline oh it was so weird like you know like their radar was picking up these objects that they couldn't they didn't know what it was it was the weirdest thing uh but it was coming up in light of like oh the pentagon's gonna release their statement soon blah, Blah 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 so it's like one thing after another but Yeah, you think after all these years with UFOs, you'd have a little something a little bit more concrete, like images, high res images, or something, right? Like, come on. Yeah, whatever.
0: So I I went over to, uh, so as you know, I went to go cut holes for uh for Terry, and Mm -hmm. uh and Chris was there, and both Chris and Terry are are really into this this stuff. And so as I was cutting the holes, they they were talking about uh, about the report and about uh. Uh, this is all word of mouth stuff people so don't just take everything with you know a uh, whole heaping pile of salt but uh there's somebody uh either from the pentagon or from somewhere who was basically like yeah you know if we like declassified everything like there would be some people who would question religion there would be people who run to religion like it would be really crazy you know if You know what everything we know was out there in the open um which just sounds really really crazy like it's really interesting just fun fun to think about you know like
1: there is some validity to that though because and this has always been me even like i know since like college i always thought of religion being as this way of giving a sense of security to the unknown specifically to like existential stuff like what happens when you die um you know is there a place after death kind of thing because it is a scary thought to imagine that like this consciousness that you and i have individually right we can we're, we are aware of a lot of different things right we it's the whole thing of knowing yourself i think therefore i am kind of thing but anyway like this consciousness and to imagine that It's just black, nothing, like you never existed. That's a scary thought. But to put a little bit of a spin on it, like there could be a place for you after death, this heaven, this uh, Valhalla kind of thing, right? Whatever culture you believe in or that you're from, or if you're a really bad person, you go to hell or just this really bad place, but it's somewhere. Uh, Or on the other side of, there's this all powerful force, all powerful being that created us and they're kind of like the the parents the judge kind of thing of everything that happens but to for it to come to light that oh no like there is no supernatural being that gave birth to you or that created you or the universe or whatever it's just supposedly like some advanced alien race that bioengineered us like if that was the thing there goes all religion you know there'll be chaos that at that point just go down the rabbit hole like well, fuck this you know there's no heaven or hell i can do whatever the hell i want now that's the extreme end of that i'll admit but yeah it it would be a, a a shattering of faith kind of thing and there was a movie that that kind of went into this a little bit more so it's like for national security for like stable stable society what do you do do you tell them the truth if that was the case or do you let people go about their lives and that's it
0: yeah i think even um like even if we weren't bioengineered like just the fact that there are other other beings out there that are you know if they're here on earth they're probably more intelligent than we are right they are further along on their you know galactic timeline Um, like that would make people question a lot of like, like the Bible, right? Like that kind of, I don't know if, I don't know if you'd say it conflicts with anything in the Bible, but it's like, uh, you know, if there is an omnipresent God, you know, other beings in the universe seems like a pretty big thing to know about and to be told, you know, um, and if we were truly, you know, created in God's image, but then there are these other beings, what, what the heck? You know, like wait, wait a minute. How, there's a, there's some conflict there. Yeah, um, and, and you know, I think I think it would add a lot of questions. um You I, I've you and I have had this discussion before, and I, I've talked about it at length about how I think religion is a very great means of control over mm-hmm. people. Um, I mean, because it it explains what we cannot explain. We don't know what happens before birth and after death because in order to experience those things you can't be here (laughs) you know once you are dead you are gone you you don't come back and you can't just be like hey guys I've been dead for like a month let me tell you what happened is this this weird thing you know like that doesn't happen Uh, so we don't know and so we try and come up with those answers and then those answers become well, if you're good, you go to one place. And if you're bad, you go to an ev- a, a terrible place. And so that keeps people in line to keep, you know, keep them good, right? Because mm-hmm. if they do bad things, then you go it's to just a chaos. bad place.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and there's all this other stuff about money and, and, and anything. Um, but it's a great means of control. And so then to be like, oh, hey, your religion was wrong because there are aliens you know there are extraterrestrial beings um that would make people question a lot (laughs) more than, than we already do um but then some people you know would kind of go to the opposite end of that they they would be like i don't know how this would work but they would find some means to be like they need to run somewhere right like everything they've they've known has been either a lie or not to the fullest truth and so they're going to turn to something like religion which is like you can't you you can never prove or disprove religion right Mm -hmm. ultimately you know there might be an omnipresent god there might not be we don't know right you can claim to know but ultimately it's called faith for a reason because you know you just have to believe without having any hard evidence um, I don't know. I went down a rabbit hole, but I think it'd be it'd be interesting. Uh, it's just crazy to think that maybe in our lifetime we might we might meet aliens.
1: Maybe we'll be exterminated. Maybe we're the last generation. You know? Yeah. When it comes to aliens, I feel like for, for me, I I want to believe that there has to be something out there more than just us, right? The universe is too big to be such. A lonely place uh, and you know like what was it the Mars latest Mars expedition out there with a the rover or whatever they're like oh like we found bacteria or fungi or whatever it's like oh, okay like that's cool you know there's there's possibility for life out there even on a microscopic level uh, but then you get other reports like uh, this crazy rock thing where uh, you and I talked about with Christian where it's like this elongated, like asteroid looking thing, like radar or a satellite images detected it, like just going across, but then it curves into a different direction. It's just like, what? Like that doesn't just happen. Uh, Not, not so smoothly like that. Uh, And then you get these random bursts of like radio waves coming from deep space. Right. Or some other structure that looks like a pyramid. That was a huge thing like a year or two ago. So I feel like there's, there's something out there but then on the sad end it's like maybe we are alone like if there are other advanced civilizations that means that they've existed longer than we have but maybe they just died out you know that that's a sad possibility too um, yeah the, there's this I forgot what it's called but there's this whole theory about
0: like why we haven't met any extraterrestrial beings and one of the theories is basically like you reach a technological point point to where you just you uh you wipe out your entire civilization right and like i don't know if it's like technology advances so much and and the methods of uh, of war reach a point to where yeah the, your entire species just annihilates itself yeah, you know like like nukes right essentially yeah. um, or there is something stopping civilization from getting to that point to where we can you know intermingle right whether that's just like natural causes or um or another alien civilization that's just you know maybe we're the experiment right (laughs) maybe earth has been just like we're like a terrarium you know and and these extra terrestrial beings are just planting things like the dinosaurs and then they're like dinosaurs didn't really work out wipe them out gone (laughs) you know, uh, or it's maybe an
1: asteroid. <laughs>
0: I'm a fan of the theory that this is a joke, by the way, but that, you know, humans were, uh, you know, once lived on, on Mars and mm. uh, you know, that we essentially destroyed Mars and uh, destroyed ourselves and, and left the galaxy or not the galaxy, but left our solar system. Uh, but we almost like, like in halo like the forerunners how they left like copies of ourselves you know and uh, uh, maybe I don't know like humanity got to the point where we were so advanced but we uh, were on the brink of destruction and so we you know we destroyed one of our home planets which was Mars and but Earth was still okay or they somehow terraformed Earth to be like Mars used to be mm-hmm. and then they planted humanity I don't know crazy thing. that was actually the, the
1: that was the premise of a movie I was telling you guys about um, some science fiction movie where these astronauts go to Mars forgot why but they discover this alien race and they basically revealed that yeah that they had seeded earth and that was like oh yeah you know that would explain the huge like bursts of space species like in, in the geological timeline or the fossil record you know like oh like before it used to be like microbes and then now it's just like boom all these animals like where did this come from kind of thing uh, because yeah Mars was dying they had to you know go somewhere else um, I, I'm in I would I'm in sorry I'm a fan of the idea that humans were somehow constructed by aliens or at least helped Get pushed along a little bit. Uh, like, have you ever seen the Prometheus movies that were like a precursor to Alien?
0: I saw uh, Covenant. I didn't see um,
1: the first one, Prometheus.
0: No, I did not. Yeah, but I, so, I, I, I know. Like, they're like proto. Uh, go for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with the Alien thing, that Xenomorph—I think that's the, the official name—that was part of the. whole movie like understanding where like where that thing comes from but that was more of like a side thing the main thing was uh the scientists uh like main scientists they had discovered like why all these ancient like astrological maps they pointed to one like star system they finally go they go to this planet and it's like this broken down spaceship and um there's like this big humanoid looking thing that's asleep they do a DNA test, and they, they discovered that the genome was identical to huma- to humans, but physically, the, the alien was way different, much taller, much stronger, and the whole premise was they engineered humanity, or their humanity was just, like, seeded onto Earth, but, like, with a whole, uh, like, evolution thing with Darwin, like, you know, based on your ecosystem how you're where you're growing up all that stuff It kind of determines certain features get characterized a little bit more so anyway that gets down that rabbit hole so basically humanity was just created by aliens that that was that was the premise trying to figure out where they come from kind of thing
0: there's also theories that um it, it has to do with uh like a fourth uh, uh, another dimension basically mm-hmm. um because some of the, the, these uh unidentified aerial phenomena have uh, they, they've gone like they will instantly like almost like teleport to another area right um, which just seems to defy at least our understanding of the laws of physics
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but also it, it could be explained by like well if these are beings that exist in a in a fourth dimension that we can't perceive you know that like that could almost explain like they could be around us all the time and we just don't know because we can't perceive that you know um, yeah. or the, I, I don't know so many theories I mean all these just sound like movie plots uh, and as I said when we talked about UFOs last time at the end of the day I still have to pay taxes and and go to work <laughs> so it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah but it, yeah. it's it's a fun thought experiment it's a, it's a fun just fun to think about right stimulate
1: yeah. the brain. Yeah, and there are really good movies out there that that kind of go down this rabbit hole a little bit more. So like Prometheus, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. One that's like really well known, uh, actually doesn't get a lot of uh, talk these days, is uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, Interstellar. That was a phenomenal movie, and he brought in like a theoretical physicist uh, to kind of get his take on like, okay, is this science more or less accurate? And that actual movie kind of goes into what you were saying, but like you know beings of a different dimension they can't process that really well so they have to show themselves in a really really weird abstract way towards the end of the movie but I thought it was brilliant
0: yeah yeah
1: so maybe maybe
0: we'll get to experience the Well, we won't get to experience the fourth dimension but may- maybe the fourth dimensional beings will display it to us in a three dimensional way so we can comprehend it I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of dimensions uh I uh, started watching Loki, uh, and, and I know you have as well. The third on the third episode, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm liking it so far. Uh, I think my wife is liking it as well. It's uh, it's been a fun time, <clears throat> a fun time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good show. I I like it more than. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I, I really like that one, and I like that one more than one that Wanda, WandaVision. I don't know, I think something about the mysticism, and kind of like this, again, like supernatural kind of stuff with Loki, that stuff really fascinates me more than the action stuff out of Winter Soldier, uh, but it's still really good, really, really cool, um, and just exploring this character a little bit more. Um, the third episode revealed some stuff to the character that, you know, was cool for a lot of people, uh, but I think, as a whole, the series is really onto something that I can't wait to see where it goes.
0: Yeah, it, it's it is. I like all the world build, the world building stuff. This idea of the uh, the TVA and, and what that is, and how it doesn't really it's probably not what it appears to be. You know. Um, yeah. Spo- okay, I'm gonna just put a spoiler warning for Loki. We're gonna talk about it the first three episodes at least so spoiler warning on that um yeah just like with the, the, the last episode being like uh you know they're they're all they're all variants you know like everyone at the tva is a variant um which is an interesting thought like oh what what, what does that mean though is is everybody a variant who are like who are the time i feel like we're leading up to like the timekeepers and finding out who they are or what that is i mean look maybe it's already been explained in a comic that i haven't read but you know for for my myself who only watches the the, the tv and movies um you know are the timekeeper timekeepers time real or are they are they just made up you know what what is the tv as a tva real you know yeah.
1: um it's just some fucked up system to control people in a very specific way <laughs>
0: probably but yeah it's interesting and and just the What's her name? What's her name? Forgot it It's uh,
1: the lady Loki. Yeah, uh, I think it's so Syl- so Syl- 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 Sylvie. I think Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie uh, I'm, I'm curious what what
0: her like. what's she doing? What's her motivation? You know, like What wh- why like is she trying to she's trying to bring down the TVA? But what but, but again, why you know? Um, I'm really curious where we're going to go after this last episode because they're just... They're stuck. They they are Mm. stuck on um, that one planet.
1: Moon, yeah. Moon, yeah. Um, I I have a theory, and I think this is probably going to be the least likely thing, but if they're all variants, like they're all people, like humans pulled from Earth or whatever, I have a feeling that it's one of two things. It's either one they died and then the timekeepers pull their consciousness or their bodies or whatever into this new like dimension right that's uh, kind of what we're talking about before this new dimension but their memories have been wiped and but some traces remain so like mobius he talks about that like, he wants a jet ski well maybe that was his past life like he loved jet ski; that was his hobby and he's like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. But he's like, he did. That, that's just his, his subconscious, like, reaching out. That's is his humanity. Um, or the second thing is, these are all the missing people, like, that get reported missing, whatever. They just get randomly pulled from Earth by the timekeepers. And, again, their memories are ripe, wiped. So it's either they died or they went missing. And there they are, the same destination.
0: What if it was everybody who uh, got wiped out by the snap? by thanos and it's all of them because i mean when you think about this idea of the tva and and trying to you know mess with the timeline you know somebody coming in and just being like all right half of every living thing is gone it doesn't exist like that could just be a part of the grand timeline whatever it's called you know and, and and that's just fine but it could be an interesting like oh everybody got snapped like they had to go somewhere and where did they go? They they became a part of the TVA. And I don't know. That'd be a, an interesting tie-in. I don't know how they'd really pull that off. I don't know if we're just going to see, you know, some, some of the Avengers just walking through the TVA, you know. Um, but um, we'll find
1: out. Uh, do do we know how long this series is going to be? Uh, I don't think it's more than 10 episodes. I don't think it was going to be that yeah. long. Um i think it's so interesting too that tva that realm that dimension where whatever, whatever you want to call it like no magic exists and it just nullifies the infinity stones and and loki's just like what like is this powerful is like is this power like the strongest in the universe kind of thing it's kind of fascinating and poor loki he's just like it's a hard slap in the face kind of thing like no you're not as strong as you think here
0: <laughs> what if it's all just actually a part of Wanda's thing it's all just her own universe we're going back to WandaVision this
1: this was never actually Loki's uh, show (laughs) right it's just like some off skirt kind of thing yeah I, I also have a theory of who the timekeepers are and I could be totally wrong super super wrong there is a moment in I think it's Guardians of the Galaxy 2 there's this whole like space jump With the characters going through those weird portals right to hyperspace travel like that the whole thing there is a scene that they jumped over this conversation between like these three tall alien beings and stanley's cameo of like a postman a fedex driver i think those three aliens could be the timekeepers but i'm probably wrong i'm just Hmm. saying that because they're tall they're wearing robes the statues of timekeepers are wearing robes but they don't they're not wearing the same headpieces. but that's just me
0: yeah could be anything's anything's possible but we're only three episodes in so there's a lot of time to to get there you know i'm I'm sure they'll they'll get there eventually or or whatever the the main plot kind of is like what's going to happen to to this loki variant i mean part of me feels like this is just kind of a lead into the whole multiverse thing and kind of As we enter this next phase of of MCU movies, and and as they really start to mess with the multiverse, this could be a good intro into that. Because we haven't really delved too far into the idea of a multiverse yet in the MCU. Um, So this could be that whole idea. Maybe this is what starts the multiverse.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm so looking forward to the multiverse possibilities, um, particularly with Spider-Man 3. It's like, come on, you're bringing Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus back. You're bringing the other guys, Shock or Electro. And then supposedly uh, the other guy that played Green Goblin in uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 1, apparently something was seen like him on set. Like, come on, like this is so 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 good i I just want to see the potential come out of this right oh and then also sony came out with a report on that same note that you know they have a plan of how to integrate sony's universe with mcu's universe it's just like i want to see that
0: and then sony will pull the rights for spider man and then it'll be done um (laughs) but
1: we'll see what happens
0: yeah exciting times though Mm -hmm. for for the mcu um we're already on the last topic of the day dom
1: windows 11 has been (laughs) revealed oh my god you probably haven't followed this at all but i have a little i saw i saw a report that supposedly windows 11 was gonna get announced i'm like oh man here we go windows 10 hasn't even been out for like that like a decade and here we are but all right whatever
0: (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's like windows 8 and windows 10 and i i don't know well, Windows
1: but... Windows 8 was out for a couple years and it got a lot of shit. Like they, yeah. that's why they skipped Windows 9 because they're like, "No, nah, we need a complete revamp of this." <laughs> I, I heard that it was be, there was something in the code or however the
0: operating system works that if they did nine, it would have conflicted with like Vista or XP or something. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, yeah, so Windows 11, um, it. In my opinion, I I think it looks fine. I think it looks nice. Um, it, it looks very. They got the rounded corners now. They they've got um, this like frosted glass texture to everything, and ultimately, I'm here for it. But, but, it just put Windows 11 on the topics to, to talk about how great it looks. Um, I they, so they, they have a a, a Windows like health app that you can download. Uh, Mm -hmm. like a system health, um, and they've added functionality to check to see if your, your computer is ready to run windows 11. Mm -hmm. Um, and my computer is not eligible to upgrade. It is not compatible with windows 11. Interesting. Um, Is it because
1: your parts are outdated?
0: Uh, kind of. Uh, so my computer's probably about four years old at this point, maybe, maybe a little less. Mm-hmm. um custom built so i bought all of the parts separately uh and, and put them all together right um apparently windows 11 requires um something within the processor in order to to run it's like a security thing this is beyond me right i can build <laughs> computers couldn't tell you how they work <laughs> entirely um so it's something with, with, within the the processor within the cpu um that that is like a it's like intel trusted something or or whatever um and they really only started adding it to chips within the last couple of years in the last few years um and if you buy a pre-built machine uh or like yeah like a pre-built machine generally they will have this functionality they will have the, the right chip and the right like security thing and and you'll be good to go but for a lot of us who custom built our machines we don't have that um and I even went into the bios cuz uh, there is a way that you can activate it if you have it within the bios and I thought I I I did the thing to activate it and um nope I still checked and I'm still not compatible and I did some more research and I found out, uh, I have a, an Intel I seven 7,700 K for my processor. Mm -hmm. And that is like right before they started adding this like security thing into the chip. Mm -hmm. So I am basically outdated unless I think I can buy, uh, I think there might be like a chip that I can insert into the motherboard to make it compatible, but I think it's incredibly silly. That my 3- to 4-year-old custom-built PC, which was top of the line at the time, cannot
1: run Windows 7. It's incredibly silly. Yeah, Um, I'm looking at the specs right now for Windows 11. Minimum system requirements. Processor. 1 gigahertz or faster with 2 or more cores on a compatible 64-bit processor or system on a chip. Whatever the hell that last part means. Uh, I never heard that one before. Or SOC, I think is the acronym for it. Memory, 4 gigs of RAM. Storage, 64 gigs or larger. Kind of makes sense. System firmware, uh, UEFI, secure, capable. Graphics card, DirectX 12 compatible graphics. Display, something greater than 19, or sorry, greater than 9 inch with HD resolution. So that's like the basic stuff. And that's like a lot of modern computers today. Even if you were... To build a custom computer like I just built one in the fall. You know this. I'd be surprised if that couldn't run Windows 11. Um, but it's it's crazy because this, this tells you on the surface level that most computers should run this. I don't know if any kind of uh, processor. Maybe like an i3 or like even the one below that is like one or two gigahertz. But most beefy or t- standard computers are like two gigahertz or higher at like an i3 and if that were to it, be like nope can't run it. it's like really
0: really yeah like by the numbers my computer can run it no matter what right without any issue but it's literally just that security thing that makes it incompatible and i have no idea why microsoft did this um i mean i don't know if they could change it i kind of hope they do i mean is it a big deal not really windows 10 will be supported until 2025 i like windows 10 uh it's yeah. fine. I mean, you know, by that time, I will have upgraded my computer anyways, and it should be compatible. Um, but I think it is incredibly, incredibly silly. Also, something that's kind of weird about Windows 11 is you have to you have to have a Microsoft account in order to set it up, and you have to be connected to the Internet when you set it up. Um, unlike like Windows 10, you can kind of get around. You don't have to have a Microsoft account in order to set up, and then also you don't have to be connected to the Internet to set up. Um, this is really really odd i don't know don't know why they made these
1: decisions um well when was the security thing i imagine it's probably something to do with that crazy update that happened some time ago where it's like there was a big security flaw and they're like oh you got to update to the newest version like right now to fix this problem i remember that was a big deal so maybe it has something to do with that but for a hardware thing maybe
0: i mean th- there might be there might already be Articles out there about why they did this and I just haven't read them. So I just don't know. But I, I, I think yeah. of course, as the person affected by it, I think it's incredibly silly. Um, if you have a more modern rig as in you built it like this year or last year, you should probably be okay. You might have to go into your BIOS in order to actually activate the the security setting. But I don't know. I didn't plan to upgrade my CPU anytime soon. And
1: I guess I still don't, but yeah the the only gripe I have with Windows eleven just looking at it is that they made it in the vein of of mac os like the taskbar. It's centered the way Mac and iOS all that stuff, how that works um I feel like that that was always uh bless you I felt that that was always a distinct Apple thing, and Windows was always just a generic taskbar that kind of goes from left to right i'm used to that and for this like it looks sleek don't get me wrong you but i'm like it, it also huh you could you can move it to the left oh can you 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 can the, the, they've oh. confirmed that oh, okay then <laughs> rant over
0: <laughs> let me just before you fire on all cylinders just pause for a minute to let you know it's okay
1: how dare they
0: <laughs> well you know what's so funny is um because to me windows 11 does just look like a visual overhaul like a ui overhaul to windows Mm -hmm. 10 uh and i'm I'm sure there's plenty of stuff under the hood that they've done to make it different to make it more of an update that i just it's beyond me um but windows people do not like change like people who run windows they like how windows is and they don't want it to be different look at window. look what happened with windows 8 right exactly that was that was a huge issue for people Right. And, and I think it's understandable. Uh, okay. I, Cause I'm in that group of people who's like, yeah, like my taskbar is on the left or my, my windows buttons on the left kind of want it to stay over there. Like I know how to navigate windows because windows, if you don't use windows, as I found out from other people, it can be incredibly daunting and intimidating to try and navigate windows, right? Like if you're coming from Mac OS and you try and like find the same settings on windows, it's really difficult, right? It's like oh yeah let, let me just go into to my windows start menu and let me go to my settings and then i'm going to go to you know I, oh no i need to go to the control panel because it's not on the base window settings page let me go access my control panel and then go into this other like it's it's a lot there's a lot more to windows than, than mac os in terms of the, the user interface and the navigation right um and so when they do something like windows 8 where they completely change it and make it really weird. Also, Windows 8 was like, it's a different time, right? They, they I think they tried to make Windows 8 for tablets, which they're also kind of doing with Windows 11. They're trying to make it more compatible with tablets, which could be a red flag. But outside of that, that's why, that's why the default is to have everything in the center. So if you are on a touchscreen, it's easier to access than, like, the standard Windows on the left thing. But anyways, um, and... Uh, Totally forgot where I was going with that. But anyways, you know, Windows 10 is nice because it's very similar to how Windows 7 was laid out, right, it just looks different. And, and it has some more functionality because there's a Windows 7 PC over at City Hall that I, that I use when, when I'm covering the city council meetings. And um, I, I tried to find like how to change what apps launch at startup and I could not find the setting. I don't know where it is on Windows 7, but Windows 8, or sorry, Windows Windows 10, I can find it super easy,
1: you know. Is it still just Control-Alt-Delete, go to Task Manager?
0: I think I tried that, and and I couldn't find that setting. It wasn't there. Interesting. Uh, Okay. Yeah. It it could honestly just be that uh, it has to be done by the system administrator, and the profile that I use on there isn't a system admin. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's typical. Anyway, they, they They have yeah. control over everything. Um, but, yeah, Windows people don't like change. Um, we, 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 we know how to navigate our the operating system, and if it changes too much, then we don't know how to navigate it, and it's terrible because, yeah.
1: Also, I mean, that's why Mac OS like, it, it works. It doesn't really change. Visually, I don't think it's changed in a very long time. They Maybe did, they, way they back a, in the day it, it they just was distinctly different. Pretty big visual overhaul, this last update. Big Sur,
0: really? I think. Yeah, yeah. Mainly just with, with icons. But 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 yes, to your point of, of generally like navigation into like how the like if you took Mac OS uh Catalina and Mac OS Big Sur and you put them side by side, like you'd see differences, but you would still see the, the same Mac OS.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um Well, when it comes to Windows eleven, I don't imagine upgrading anytime soon i have windows 10 works just as well i'd be concerned with a lot of programs being compatible with windows 11 you know that i already have on my computer it's like oh well you can't use davinci resolve now it's like you gotta wait it's like well i just kind of screwed myself over
0: (laughs) yeah luckily it is a free upgrade um whenever you do decide to i'm not going to because i can't um but but i i too would would wait just to See compatibility, like there might not be any compatibility issues as far as we know, but maybe, maybe there are. Um, So, you know, we'll we'll have to to see what what happens with that. But I would definitely hold off on updating, especially because it's a Windows update. Windows updates, I mean, any OS update is generally very... You don't know what you're gonna get. It could be very unstable at launch. So,
1: yeah. And then does that even mean with like your hardware, whatever it is, right? Um, especially for custom PCs that you and I have, it can make or break a machine. It's just weird. Because um, this this goes into a realm of like IT stuff that you and I are not super in depth with, but we acknowledge that there could be some hiccups with upgrading this kind of OS or I should rephrase that upgrading to a new OS could really mess things up. If you're not careful.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Uh, it, it, like when you're messing with programs and, and plugins, especially it's like, yeah, it, it, it can easily mess things up for you. That's why even at our job, we don't like when a new, most of our machines over at our, our actual job are all, um, uh, or are, are like Mac OS or, you know, um, iOS or iPad OS, right? And we, we never update immediately when the update drops. We always wait to see if anything breaks, uh, if certain plugins need to be updated, or like you know if we need to wait to uh, to update because some plugins need to kind of get up to speed. Um, I know Kyle hasn't updated to uh, Big Sur on his personal laptop. He's still on Catalina. Uh, because some of the plugins that he uses just don't—they don't really work on 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 uh, Big Sur, so. But but we'll see. It comes out uh, or it's slated to come out uh, this fall, holiday season. So, um, yeah, everyone on Windows 10 gets a free upgrade. I would wait, but also, I have to wait, so I I, I don't get that choice. Um, uh, real quick,
1: I I looked up. The whole thing with the compatibility issue. So, read an article by The Verge. I don't know if there's a trusted article or whatever, but it says, title of it says, Why Windows 11 is forcing everybody to use TPM chips. Yeah. Uh, so, TPM stands for Trusted Platform Module. Ch- these chips exist on, uh, well, The quote is, the TPM is a chip that is either integrated into your PC's motherboard or added separately into the CPU. Uh, Its purpose is to protect encryption keys, user credentials, and other sensitive data behind a hardware barrier so that malware and and attackers can't access or tamper with the data. So I guess this has been an issue uh, up until recently. Um, And so basically, the reason why... Some computers are not compatible is because Windows 11 will only officially supports eighth gen and newer i uh, Intel Core processors. So yours is seventh gen. That's that. That's the answer there. Um. So yeah, some people are just kind of screwed. A so lot of people. Yeah.
0: Anyone who hasn't purchased or built a PC with modern parts, as in parts that come out in the past, like two years three years uh yeah kind of sucks but uh, again windows 10 is going to be supported until 2025 um yeah I, you, I, you I, know
1: people are not going to be screwed over it's more like if you're trying to upgrade you're, that's where it's going to be a problem
0: yeah otherwise
1: i mean and
0: for the moment like windows with windows releases it's generally not like mac os releases where mac os releases it's like they want you to update when it comes out Windows is like, yeah, it'd be cool if you updated, but also you, excuse me, you can still pick and choose for a while. You know. So. Um, but yeah. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for this, this episode. My, my final um, main stage episode. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe I'm lying. We'll find out. Um, but thank you guys for watching. You can follow us on social media at... Digital Century C on all the things: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you use that, and Twitch, obviously. Uh, if most of you are probably listening to this after the fact uh, on on your favorite listening platform or YouTube, uh, you can watch it live uh, on usually Sundays at 10 a.m. But that's probably going to change, so don't listen to that. We'll follow follow us on on Twitter and Facebook for the updates on on when we're actually gonna uh, gonna air the show. But that is it from me on this one, and thank you guys for watching. Um, and we'll we'll see where where we go from here. This is not, it's not the end. It's just I'm, I'm moving on to to somewhere else on on the show. And it's a new beginning. It's a, it's a new beginning. Uh, may, maybe this should just be the, the the season finale, and then we'll start season three in like a couple of months. I'm kidding. We're not doing that. We'll have a more <laughs> we'll have a more official season finale at some point. Uh, this has been but, a
1: very long season, too.
0: <laughs> it has. That's that's true. Yeah, it has been. So Maybe we should talk about that. Uh, but also, yeah, thank you to everybody watching live. I do see you. Um, and you guys are awesome, too. Really appreciate it. So that's it from me. So long until next time, until I I see you all. Um, but who knows? Again, my microphone will be on on future episodes, so I might still chime in. So this probably isn't like the end then, but, you know. That's it for me. I'm signing off. Dom, last words for today. Aliens are real. <laughs> Aliens are real and the government doesn't know what they are. It's a conspiracy, man. It's a conspiracy. Uh, except it's not anymore. I mean The government just, they're like, ah. We, we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, cool. All right. Well, that's it. See you guys later. Goodbye. No, whatever. You know. All, all, the, all the exit things.
1: Goodbye.